0: Hey everybody, what is up? Welcome to another episode of Infinity Talks. I am your host, De Shayla, aka Infinity Bay. And yeah, just like that, I'm back with another episode. And just like that, I'm back with another guest. Um, today's guest is someone who has been very um helpful to me on my journey. If y'all hear honey in the background, he's you know, he's always making noise. He just got a treat, so he's excited about it. Um, Huntley might have to have his own little segment in the in the show. But anyway, um, someone the guest I'm having this week, she has been very um, influential. Uh she's been very helpful to me on my journey. I consider her one of my mentors. Her name is Michelle. And she specializes in Akashic Records. And she's going to tell you all about that today in uh, this week's episode. But yeah, she has been very helpful to me and my journey. And yeah, but before we get into that, I do want to just, I was trying to figure out what to talk about the beginning of this episode this week. And so it just dawned on me, so, you know, just like that. Uh, and I just want to talk about, you know, um, aligning and opening and unblocking your chakras. I'm not going to get into all of them, but I'm going to get into one that I have personally been trying to work on and have been working on, which is my solar plexus. That is the top. That is the third... Um, and the bottom half of your chakras, if that makes sense. Um, so it's right above like your I believe it's above your belly button area. So yeah, and the solar plexus deal with like your personal power, how you honor yourself, um, the confidence you have in yourself. And so what I want to do is I wanna share some affirmations with you guys. If you have been struggling with trusting yourself and just using your personal power for the benefit and the greater good of you and not abusing that power, you know, and if you're feeling like, you know, you're lacking in those areas, that area of your life, that's somewhere I have been struggling is I have been having a hard time trusting myself and moving forward and really is stepping in and embodying my personal power. So, Um, one of, one of my readers told me, uh, some months ago, and I'm gonna have her on as well. She did a energy cleansing and she saw the area of around my tummy and, um, she saw something there. She did tell me, and as time went on, I'm starting to realize it's a part of my solar plexus that needs to be balanced out. So, and if you deal with like a lot of indigestion, bloating, you know, stomach problems, That can be um, connected to your, I almost said root chakra, y'all, I'm sorry, your solar plexus as well. So just a bit of information about your solar plexus. Um, Give me one second. I'm going to give you all some information about it real quick. So the element is fire. Um, So doing solar plexus work, you can work with candles, focus on the fire, stuff like that. Um, The signs is Leo and Aries. Planets is Mars and the sun. Stones you can use to help with your solar plexus are. Pyrite, citrine, yellow agate, and amber. Um, So I have been using my citrine to help, you know, balance me. Rubbing on it, putting it in my bra, focusing, trying to meditate with it. Saying my affirmations. But things that you can deal with. What you have imbalances in your solar plexus is bloating, digestive issues, so you have like IBS, stuff like that, a lot of nausea, indigestion, you fatigue, difficulty concentrating, agitation, liver issues, um, pancreatic disorders, and diabetes, um, yeah, stuff like that, um, Let me get into, so I want to just get into some affirmations you can tell yourself when you are, when you want to balance out that solar plexus and you can do things like yoga off of YouTube. They have yoga that you can do for your solar plexus, meditation you can do for your solar plexus, but here's some affirmations. So I believe I am worthy of my desires. I have the strength and energy to pursue my passions. I am proud of myself and all I have achieved. I know who I am, and I honor and embrace my true self. I am confident and open with others as to who I am. I am comfortable with my personal power and use it wisely. So, there are some um, affirmations you can say to yourself. You can also Google some. And I'm reading out the Chakras and Self Care book by ambi Cavana. um my sister got me this for my birthday i mean for christmas and i think she got it from five below so just go if you know what five below is or you have a local five below sure you can get you some get this book from there but yeah so i just wanted to share that with you um this week with you guys and me working it on that area I have worked with other chakras before. I worked with my root chakra, definitely, um, my heart, my throat. Um, so, yeah, but my solar plexus, I'm it's—I'm watching it play out in my life right now. So, yeah, I'm getting to work on that. And if you need to do that, um, work on that. And I wish you all the blessings and the balance that comes with it. So, yeah, let's get into this episode. Hey guys, so I am so excited about this week's episode because, as I said before, we have a guest coming on today, and this person has been so, like I said before in, earlier in the episode, she has been so helpful for me during my journey, has given me tons of guidance. I definitely consider her one of my mentors. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited to welcome on Michelle of Evolved to, to Love yay hey thank you for coming and being on the show with me hey (laughs) Shayla. so happy
1: to be here (laughs) yes
0: this should should be so much fun because i feel like we have such good talks and just yeah you you've helped me so much on my journey with you know spiritually even with my careers and guiding me and Part of your guidance is why I'm even doing this podcast. You know, mm-hmm. the things that you told me, and um, yeah. And when I tell people about you, I always say like, "This girl is the real deal." Because now you know, I love my tarot. I don't knock like mm-hmm. my tarot at all, but when you do it, it's pure intuition. Yeah. Like I'm watching. I have watched you like just you know go off your intuition. Connect, listen to the messages and the stuff that you say to me. It just knocks, sometimes knocks me on the floor because I'm like, how does she know this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> These are conversations I've had with my ancestors, and you wouldn't know anything about this stuff. But uh-huh. then like, you'll just pop up and be like, have you been thinking about doing this? Have you been thinking about doing it? I'm like, what the? Yes. <laughs> you know, as much as I wholeheartedly wholeheartedly believe in you know the ability to connect psychic abilities gifts and all of that stuff it still always shocks me when I hear things like how could you have known that you know and that's why I don't know why people sleep on this stuff like y'all losing because to have someone to be able to connect with that can like just give you a whole total different point of view And to connect with your ancestors because sometimes we don't, you know, I have a very strong connection with my ancestors. I'm sure you know that. But sometimes they, I don't be listening. I I be missing messages and, you know, or whatever the case may be. And to have someone to be able to come through and say, yeah, um, they're saying this and they're saying that. And I'm sure you're going to talk about how long you've been doing it and stuff like that, but I mean, you are very gifted and you are very appreciated. And I definitely need to go ahead and book something with you soon because I'm in need. <laughs> <laughs> I am in dire need. So, you know, the dramatics are going to be on its way.
1: Woo. Well, girl, you know where to find me. <laughs> I know.
0: Yes, absolutely. So, okay. So um, if you can just give the audience, you know, Tell them about yourself. Um, you know your um, your platform, what you do, how you started. You know, just give us the background of it.
1: Sure. Um, first of all, thanks for having me on. It's been such a pleasure to just kind of see you blossoming into your own gifts and into mm-hmm. your own um, power and sharing that with the world. So you know, just as much as you appreciate me, I appreciate you. And Thank
0: you. Yeah, Thank it's-
1: you so much. It's amazing to be here and have this conversation with you on your podcast. I just want to say that.
0: Yes, thank you. <laughs>
1: you're welcome.
0: Hey, pause. I found her on a different podcast. Is how I connected with her. And now <laughs> you're on my podcast. I just want to put that out there real quick. <laughs>
1: That is so true. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love how that happens.
0: Yes, yes. Okay, okay. Go ahead. Go
1: ahead. Okay. Well, so hi everyone. My name is Michelle. Um, I my company, my organization, my handles are Evolve to Love. And so basically, this um this work at Evolve to Love it came out of really a need for creating something that I couldn't find in the world and that I feel like I would have needed in my spiritual de- development and during my own av- awakening process. Um, so a brief overview of who I am is um, I'm a born medium. So that means I was born with mediumistic abilities. I was born with the ability to connect and see spirit, which can be a good thing if you know you know what you're doing. And it can also be scary, as a lot of you probably know. Um, over the years, I've gone through a lot of different spiritual schools and paths and studies. I studied with a lot of amazing teachers and have been really lucky. And so at this point, I am um, an ordained um, Orisha priest. I'm ordained uh, and crowned in Lukumi to Oshun. Um, I'm a earth-based minister through um, the Center for Sacred Studies in in California, which is a ministry school and an organization that works with elders of indigenous beliefs of all walks of life all over the world and works to preserve and to uplift their voices and their individual lines of prayer. So I learned a lot with that center. Um, I'm a trained medium um, and I'm an Akashic records reader, a spiritual life and intuitive i would say so with evolve mainly what i do is i offer different types of readings with the akashic records i've been working with the akashic records since about 2012 and um i think it's a really beautiful way to tap into healing for folks and also you know pull on the messages from spirit that are always surrounding us. And it's oftentimes it's hard for us to hone into that. Um, so I work with people in the ways that I give them readings, but I also give coaching, I give life coaching, I give spiritual coaching and development. Um, and just overall, what I like to call just like freedom and embodiment coaching, because for me, the missing part has always been incorporating spirit in my world. Um, my background, um, through school is in in business. And so I've tried to be really hardcore in the business world. And what I realized is I always come back to that missing piece of my spirituality and my spiritual practice that I don't necessarily see fulfilled in traditional religions, or let's say in Abrahamic religions. Um, and so I know that a lot of folks deal with that same kind of split of not being able to be their full selves at any point in time, because they always have to cut off one part you know when they're in the spiritual world they can't be too worldly when they're in the worldly world they can't be too spiritual and so my work is really has really been in um helping folks mend that division between all the parts of themselves and through that feeling more connected to themselves and also through to the world around them that is alive you know so
0: yeah yeah i i love it i love it um so when I go to Michelle um, she does my akashic records so she connects to my with my ancestors and my spirit guides and whoever wants to come through and stuff like that so um and it has helped me tremendously um when you do that and I get the messages and I've always I always feel so full when I'm done speaking with you I feel more confident um and I just feel good overall. So, um, I just want to know, like, as far as with you and you learning to connect with your spirit guides and stuff. So, let's kind of go back to the beginning of when you were like, okay, this is what it is. This is because, like, how you were talking about like the missing pieces. And mm-hmm. I can understand that because I feel like with me, you know. I consider myself definitely a businesswoman and in the business world, but I'm an entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. but I feel like a lot of the times it's like, I'm having a healing moment saying, you see how it naturally comes out even when you're not even tapped in, Mm -hmm. but (laughs) (laughs) like, I feel like a lot of times as well, my spirits want me to use more spirituality to get where I'm trying to go. Uh And sometimes I, I forget that or I don't tap into that, you know? So, but so I completely related and understood what you were saying at that moment. And it was kind of like an aha moment for me as well when you mentioned that. Uh Um, But what I want to go to and ask you is how do you feel like, you know, when you really got serious about it, how do you feel connecting with your ancestors and your spirit guides have really changed your life
1: for the better? Oh yeah. Well, the short answer is in every way. <laughs> the, <laughs> the long answer is, um, I think for me, I hit a point in my like er, late twenties and early thirties. You know, when you get that Saturn return and you start to like, yeah <laughs> reality starts to become real, real, and mm-hmm. you know you find yourself looking at your life and wondering, okay, can I do this? This is this something that I can continue <laughs> doing and where is that really going to leave me? Mm-hmm. Um, at that point in my life, I had already been active with spirit and spirituality, um, you know, all of my life. But definitely uh, it came back when I met my my um, biological dad side of the family, who were all very spiritual and very religious, though. So mm-hmm. I kind of tapped into that religious life for a minute, but it did kind of unlock this experience of spirit in a different way for me that I wasn't used to. I, I didn't stay in that religious world very long, but it was a doorway for me. And then you know, I just found myself really dealing with a lot of my traumas from from growing up and realizing how they were affecting my life and started to look for more alternative ways of healing. And also started to look for more um, just meaning in my life. I was mm-hmm. noticing that just you know climbing a corporate ladder and competing with the Joneses basically was not gonna fulfill me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was gonna actually cost me more than I was, you know, had been willing to bargain for. And the, it really kind of threw me for a loop there. And I think in that, moment where I was able to be vulnerable for the first time in a long time that's where spirit really stepped in and said okay we (laughs) see an opening here and we're going to start laying some breadcrumbs." so I grew up with the the need to pray however you want to formulate that as a Mm -hmm. kid I used to just like talk to spirit I just thought it was normal I would just you know take long walks in nature and I would talk to spirit and then I would answers come back and it was just like a way for me to soothe myself
0: mm-hmm. and to not
1: feel so alone. My very tumultuous. Mm-hmm. And so I, I present with spirit from there, and mm-hmm. for probably a good year or two, I would just pray to God and say, you know, please help me. To understand who I am and help me to know what I want because I don't know what I want and I don't Mm -hmm. even know where to start. I only know what I'm supposed to want, but I have no idea what I want. And I think really that vulnerability is what opened the door for me. And from there, I was just open. You know, I experienced a lot of, I tried out a lot of different things. I went to yoga studios and went to workshops and um went to therapy. I was able to find a really amazing therapist um who was also trained in shamanic studies and in sacred feminine um, rituals and so on. And so I was able to, you know, work through a lot of trauma and also kind of unlock myself in the process. And I say this to all of the people that I ever work with is you always just have to go back to spirit. you know, some people, Call it God. Some people call it ancestors. Some people call it your higher self. There's this, you know, before you even know what you're dealing with, we all have this this um, guiding voice that is always there waiting for us to kind of listen to it. Right. Mm -hmm. So listen to it, like take it seriously. Give it a chance. Ask for the things that you actually want, even when you don't know how you may ever get them. Mm -hmm. And then you're just going to have to kind of follow the breadcrumbs, you know, doors will open um, and they will lead you from here to there. And literally my whole spiritual development has been spirit led. It was always me being ready for the next step and then praying and asking my ancestors, asking the spirits that surround me to bring me to the right place and to let me know um, everything I needed to know to make a proper decision um, on things And then just kind of like, you know, taking a chance on things. But Mm -hmm. it also requires you to take some ownership in your life. And I think that can be really hard because we're really not taught that. I'm not in school and not at home Mm -hmm. how to make our own decisions, you know, and actually stand by them and deal with whatever the consequences are. So I had to learn that um, as an adult. And kind of, yeah, the rest is history.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. And you said something that was like so deep to me. You said you knew what you were supposed to want, but you didn't know what you really wanted. Yeah. Like that was so deep because I feel like a lot of people can relate to that because we have been brought up in a a world and societies like we're supposed to want certain things. Mm-hmm. You know, so you you feel like you're always torn, especially when you're transitioning out of, you know, when you're transitioning into a more how do I say it is like spiritually led life. Yeah. You know, you deal with that that split of wanting certain things, but something inside of you, you know you want something, but it's like you, you, you know what I'm trying to say. I yeah. get you. And I just thought yeah. it was like really deep that you said that. Especially you speaking on like when you it really um hit you around your late 20s and 30s and the Saturn return and I'm in the thick of it so Mm -hmm. (laughs) like (laughs) it's wild over here okay reality is setting in and it can make you a bit I'm like shook you know Uh like it could put you in a space where you don't know which move to make you know and stuff like that which and like learning to trust yourself and then learning to know when you're listening to that guiding voice you know and, and stuff like that so like what is one tip you could give to like connect with that voice you know whether like you said you consider it god your higher self your ancestors what is one tip you think you would like to give if you could that can help develop that you know
1: relationship and that strength with connect mm-hmm. with that voice yeah Well, I think the very easiest thing to do is actually create space for yourself to listen. So you setting aside some time to journal, you know, once, twice every day um, or creating, you know, starting a meditation practice. There's so many good apps. A lot of them are free where you can do guided meditations, but also ones that you can start to train yourself to just breathe and listen to a gong, you know, and just be with yourself for 10, 15, 20 minutes. Um, It's creating space. Like a lot of us are so scheduled and even Mm -hmm. so scheduled, right? The kids Mm -hmm. go to school and then they go to, they do their homework and then they have hobbies and we don't want to give them time to think. And, that's really a problem. You know, we really need to create space for ourselves so that we can actually check in. So, you know, it's, it's, it sounds simple, but I know people struggle with it. I struggle with it sometimes. Um, Create some space for yourself. And if the easiest way for you to tap into what's really going on is through writing or journaling or painting or drawing, do that. If you think, you want to get out of your head and you just want to breathe for a while, you know, try a meditation practice, try a yoga class, not like a hot yoga, you Mm -hmm. know, strenuous thing, something like relaxing where you get to just be and breathe and be with yourself. And it starts to prime your nervous system and it starts to also prime your mind to want more of that and to understand that this is important and you can absolutely fit it into your day. And from that point, you know, it's kind of like a domino effect because you have to continue to reaffirm to yourself that you are important and not just your accomplishments, Mm -hmm. but just your being, your existence right now as it is, is important and valuable. And from there, you start to prioritize your own voice and your own desires, and it starts to become more natural. And you'll notice also the the sad thing is you're going to have to defend it to people, you know, because mm-hmm. people, people oftentimes they don't respect it because we, they don't do it for themselves. So why should you have that? You mm-hmm.
0: know, it's mm-hmm. a
1: thing that you absolutely have to fight for, even though it's the most natural thing in the world or it should be, you know, but yeah, that's a simple way to start, create some space, put it on your calendar. Literally, if I am in a really, busy time or I'm very ungrounded, I will go back to basics and I will literally schedule out my day and I will put on the schedule, 20 minutes reading, 25 minutes meditation, 15 minutes list making for my day, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, water because I need it. And those things will help me to ground back into what's actually important to me so that i can respond versus react all the time to everything that's going mm-hmm. on. Mhm.
0: Okay, yes, i love it. And i want to touch on what you said with um like about kids and routines and um the way we automatically train cuz we were trained that way, you mm-hmm. know, and it's i love that you said that cuz actually probably maybe two to three weeks ago, my oldest, she's 11. And I told her, it literally came to me to tell her, like, before when you get up in the morning, before you take the dog out for me, before you do anything, I want you to sit with yourself first. Mm -hmm. Like, I told her to do that. Because Mm -hmm. it is time for us to start showing the kids another way and learning to connect. I wish I knew how to connect with myself (laughs) when I was, (laughs) you know, like, and my daughter, she is, you know, very spiritual like a lot of all kids you know Um, I just want her to learn that now I do not want her to be my age trying to learn how to connect with herself trying to learn how to trust herself and you know she's going to have her own experience but at least she knows that that is something that she has the right to to take time for for herself so I love that you brought that up because that is actually something that we need to start undoing Mm -hmm. is you know it's okay to have routine but allow that routine to also be time for self teach your kids that to have time for themselves as well and let them honor themselves and you honor that in them as well um so when they come natural to them when they get older you know they won't you know they won't start putting themselves second allow them to put themselves first sometimes you know well Mm -hmm. not sometimes but you know
1: so yeah yeah, but but, absolutely yeah. 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 And self-determination is very important. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a skill that we don't teach because nobody really wants you to be self determined. Cause then how is capitalism going to keep going? Uh, there Pain you up. go.
0: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yep. You hit it right on the uh the head of the nail. Yep. A- absolutely. So um I want to get into Akashic Records, mm-hmm. um, which is I mentioned I know earlier in the beginning of the podcast, before I brought you on that. You, I think I did, but now y'all you know. Anyway, regardless of when I brought it up. <laughs> um, <laughs> Akashic Records, which is a service I get from you all the time, is the way you connect with uh, my ancestors and give me messages. So I want to go into Akashic Records, like the history of it, you know, how it's helped you, and like just advice you would give for people who are beginning to or might be interested in how, learning how to open the records and connect with it and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So the Akashic records, it's an interesting concept. The So Akasha is a Sanskrit word. It means primary substance, basically the thing that all, you know, the, the, the matter that everything is made out of. And so the Akashic records is really a dimension of consciousness that contains the vibrational record of a soul's journey. So basically, I wouldn't say that the Akashic Records has a history any more than, Mm -hmm. you know, ether or air or anything else has history. They Mm -hmm. just are. However, um, the practice of tapping into what they now call the Akashic Records became once again popularized in the 1920s, um, primarily in Europe and also in the U.S., Um, over the centuries, it's been referenced as the Book of Life, the Book of the the Book of Good and Evil in different um, ancient religions. You know, in the Abrahamic religions, usually when you're hearing about the Book of Life or the Book of Good of Evil, or the Book of Souls, that is usually um, believed to be a reference to the Akashic Records. Mm-hmm. And so, in the 1920s, there was a big spiritual revival. A lot of planets were back in Pisces and there was a lot of stuff going on. People had just survived the second world war. And so they were, you know, blown wide open and looking for meaning in the world. So a lot of those spiritual practices had a resurgence in the twenties. Um, one of which is the Akashic records. And that's why they're coined that now. Um, someone who was kind of, um, influential in popularizing them and spreading them was, um, this guy named Edgar Casey. He was also known as the sleeping prophet. And so he would have these seances where people would come to him and have questions and he would put himself into a trance state that looked like he was asleep basically. Mm-hmm. And then he would come back and we'd tell all the answers. Um, mm-hmm. so this practice has kind of been passed down from teacher to student teacher to student um a- until now really and it's always been i'm really loving that now you're hearing more about it also in the diaspora and more in realms of you know people of color because it's been kind of this mod this this um modality that mainly was almost relegated to like the new age movement right mm-hmm. Um, And now more and more people are tapping into it that are coming from different type of backgrounds because the records are very loving in nature. You know, um, to me, it speaks to the goodness of God, of, of the universal creator, because as you're tapping into this field of the Akashic Records, you feel that everything is possible and you feel that everything is okay. You know, like we were, we're oftentimes so hard on ourselves, mm-hmm. and especially through religious lenses, we have these like really harsh black and white ways of looking at things. What's good, what's bad, mm-hmm. what's you know, evil and whatever. And in the Akashic records, you'll oftentimes be able to see the stream of consciousness as it evolves you know, and goes through different experiences to have more understanding of itself and then goes to another level of consciousness. So that's why I really, really love working with the records because it's a space of pure acceptance and pure love and also highest truth. Um, And so, you know, the way that you would access them, the way I was taught and the way I teach people is there's a prayer. So again, your teacher will typically teach you the prayer that they work with and um, that they've established in the records. It's basically like an energy attunement, so to speak, you know, where they lend you their vibration to open up your own records and those of others. And then as you get more comfortable in your practice, you'll typically write your own invocation, your own prayer that's aligned with. You know, your intention of accessing and opening the Akashic Records, connecting with your guides, connecting with the person, whoever you're reading as guides. And these um, Council of Masters that lots of us um, who work in the records are very familiar with, um, that are, that, you know, basically they call themselves the Council of, of Masters or the Akashic Records Masters, who, you know, for all I can say, are very elevated spiritual beings that kind of govern that realm and that space and share information with you back and forth. So there's so many ways that you can work within the records, but basically I would always recommend working under a teacher to get Mm -hmm. comfortable. Now, if you're somebody who um, just kind of wants to try, you can absolutely just go online and Google Akashic Records. There's a pathway prayer that I believe Christina Cross who's um, one of the, um, I don't want to say founding teachers, but she definitely is somebody who is a pioneer in this day and age with the Akashic Records and popularizing them, Christina mm-hmm. Cross, and also Linda Howe. Linda Howe has written extensive books and research on the records. I think she has a PhD in the Akashic Records. With, she probably must have created that PhD herself. But um, there's so much information there, and these are people who really have Um, worked to create a large body of work and understanding on the records. So they have websites and they have a pretty generic prayer. It's called the pathway prayer that people can use on Akashic records. Um, And I think it's a good place to start. I would say as you're getting more serious about it, you know, you're going to want to work with someone who can guide you because uh, to a lot of people can be very scary to be in a space where you're opening up to channeling right to getting information to mm-hmm. feeling energies mm-hmm. um there's a lot of self- and then there's it- also just the practice of developing your gifts of understanding what works for me where, where are my prompts coming from what is this weird energy over here that's buzzing yeah. on the side <laughs> <laughs> right now <laughs> so i would always I say? say anyone and everyone can access the records and you absolutely can and then if you want to take it a little bit more seriously you should work with someone who actually um experienced in working and teaching those records
0: okay okay yeah and i was going to ask you that too is that something you can't do it on your own or go um under a teacher teacher so either way um i i well, you know, I'm scary. So, yeah, go. I'm going to have to have somebody there with me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would be doing it on my own. But, you know, so that is something that you guys, if you're interested in, that you can go online, Google it. But eventually, you know, try to go find you a teacher that can, you know, guide you and all of that great stuff and give you probably some nicks. Next- tips and you know stuff like that and also that can teach you like how to cleanse your energy when you do stuff like that so that's very that's very important and they'll be able to teach you how to do that stuff as well and protect yourself and from the energies that might come through or whatever the case may be I'm just assuming so yeah but absolutely Mm -hmm. yes so yeah well that was some great information about that um I knew I was going to ask you something else, but I completely forgot about what I was just going to ask you. Well, uh, if you don't mind. C- yeah, no, I, go ahead. Let
1: me just, <laughs> let me just add on to that, that, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like this is true for any type of form of divination or channeling or working with your intuition. We're actually wanting to be accurate about your stuff, right? It's always good to work under a mentor, under a teacher, Because you're opening yourself up to a lot of different energies that you may not be aware of. You may understand and you may not understand. Um, They may be draining to you. They might be energizing to you. Things will change for you when you start to open up to more realms. If you're used to being in the regular 3D world, you're watching your TV, you're living, you're breathing, you're doing your regular stuff, but you're not too much listening to... You know, your intuition to messages from spirit, um, any kind of stuff that comes up, you know, you're good to go. You kind of know that. So once you're opening up that yourself to that realm, it's good to have support, not because it's necessarily dangerous, but because it is more productive for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, in spiritual practice, it's all about longevity. And does it make sense? Like, does it work? What are the results? You know, that's something that I really appreciate about specifically traditional indigenous work, African work, spiritual work. It's always South American spiritual work. It's always about does it work? Are there Mm -hmm. results? And so if you're doing a bunch of stuff and you're having experiences, but you're also tired all the time, you're, um, you know, removed from your life now, you're like floaty, you can't sleep. You don't want to go to work no more, but you don't know what else to do that's not necessarily helpful to your life right and so Mm -hmm. a teacher a mentor will actually help you to ground your process Mm -hmm. so that it's actually enriching to your life and it doesn't take from you what you're not really ready to give
0: okay okay and then i know what i was going to ask you too do you teach how to you know do akashic records at all is that something you offer or I do. Okay. Yeah.
1: Sporadically I'll I'll do a group course, but um I I definitely teach on request. Um okay. which is something I I love to do actually cuz then I can really guide the person through their process and make sure that they they feel really empowered in their practice.
0: Okay. Okay. Um so something else I wanted to ask you um what is what tip would you give like how to remain try to remain balanced because sometimes you know you can go I don't want to say far off into the spiritual end and sometimes you're not you don't even live in the 3d world no more Mm -hmm, (laughs) or sometimes it's like you're still too much in the 3d and you don't take advantage of you know the spiritual connections you could possibly have or the messages that can come through like Mm -hmm. what's your tips on like balancing that stuff out
1: yeah yeah it's super important Mm -hmm. i think well my first tip would be have compassion with yourself Mm -hmm. because you're not going to get it right all the time it's very normal especially in the beginning to get like super into the spiritual realm and almost use it as and sometimes not almost just really use it as an escape from your life you know ultimately you're going to realize you were born into a body into this earth and you're not just a spirit. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, things are going to start happening for you where you're going to realize, <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me pay attention here. You know, you can't yeah. just um dream it all into being, even though the Internet is trying to convince us so hard about that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but I think, you know, give yourself space to be both. Give yourself space to be spiritual and give yourself space to be regular. Mm-hmm. You know, Um I think it's also good to not try to become holier than thou, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and then condemning everything as low vibrational or this or that. I still watch all the housewives that exist. I
0: can't wait till Atlanta come on. That's my favorite show.
1: (laughs) If you know me, I curse like a sailor. Uh, Yeah. Um, You know, I have like, I have my vices. Mm -hmm. but I also have my responsibilities and, Mm -hmm. and I have my spirits that help me and support me. So it takes maybe some time, sometimes it can take time to balance all of that out. And I think the best advice I can give is, you know, try not ever to go into absolutes. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's a lot of gray area in life and everything that comes up has to come down. Mm -hmm. There's a whole process that people describe that even, like, you know, um, accomplished Zen meditators and and such describe, um, which is the depression that can come after peak experiences and, Mm -hmm. like, really high spiritual experiences because you're having this experience of where you're tapping out of your everyday mundane life. Everything is blissful. Everything's great. High vibrational, yada, yada, yada. And then you come back and your world is like, oh my God, I still need to do the laundry. It looks yeah. a mess in here. <laughs> I don't have no money. Yeah. These people hate me at my job. They don't even know. you know. And, and so it, that can be really hard to reconcile. So mm-hmm. I guess you know, have some compassion with yourself. Mm-hmm. Use your spiritual life to fuel your mundane life. Yeah. I think that's probably the best advice I could give. And it took me a long time to understand that. Mm-hmm. Use the spiritual life. To improve and to fuel the life that you already have. Don't try to leave your life. Mm-hmm. We're here to live and we're here to yeah. be human. And yeah. the spiritual aspect is here to support us in that, not to escape. If we're escaping, we're dead.
0: There it is. Yep. Absolutely. And the reason why I asked that too was um because when you have your awakenings and you get on this journey, um, you can, which is, this is a good thing. You can start becoming very self-aware mm-hmm. of yourself, which is great. You know, self-awareness awareness is wonderful. Um, but a lot of us got into on this journey has, you know, come from that religious background where Christianity yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like that, where you were judged for a lot of things that you've yeah. done. And so then here you are. And I want to speak on this because I experienced this personally, you become so self-aware and you're connecting with yourself and you're doing a shadow work, which, you know, you got to have balance with shadow work too. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, you become your own judgment in a way. Yes. Yes. And it's because you're, you're, you're trying to connect with, it's like you start to then put up this spiritual image of yourself. Like they do Jesus. You know mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And it's like you have to find that balance um within yourself and not and don't go too far off and know your boundaries with it. For example, I know I'm a very spiritual person. Um and I have a lot of greatness ahead ahead of me. Rather, if it's in the 3D or spiritual whatever, I know it's coming. Mm-hmm. But like I know I could astral travel and do probably go far beyond but I don't Uh uh-uh. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> even though I know I could you know mm-hmm. I'm gonna call Michelle <laughs> <First> <laughs> <habit>. okay like, <laughs> you know but that does not make me le- any le- less spiritual because I've worked on it in a different ways in my, my life we all have value to, to add so yeah. just because You're not tapping in and you're not over here. Opening records does not make you less spiritual. You do not have to always go to the, my, my trip to the spiritual realm is through my dreams and I'm okay with that. Uh-huh. you mm-hmm. know that's as far as it gotta go for me right, right. now <laughs> Yeah. oh girl I always says, but I had my kundalini awakened. that I was shook Y'all are- I was gonna throw <laughs> this whole life away <laughs> like, like, so you know you gotta just be oh gentle with yourself like you said and not so hard on yourself and when it comes to this stuff because it's like you not sometimes I understand about a lot of us left it because of what we were taught religiously so it's like in a way we subconsciously still bring those religious views into spirituality and people try to tell you it's supposed to be this way like you said they try to tell you to dream through everything and no my last episode I made was about manifesting and it was literally literally me being honest about it Mm -hmm. like you can manifest all day but it's going to come with stuff what goes up must come down like this ain't no you know, genie in a bottle. Right. (laughs) You know, your manifestation is gonna come with lessons.
1: You know, everybody
0: tries to make it so cute. And so (laughs) they no. (laughs) No, that ain't that ain't you know, it's wonderful. Yeah. That you can get what you, you know, things you desire. Mm -hmm. But yeah, everything ain't we want it to be so bad though in this little fairy tale land, but we're here on this earth and experiencing so it's really important to find that balance and that's why I wanted to ask you about that and get your take on it because that's very important because once you get it's all cute in the beginning you're going to get your crystals and you know get your tarot readings and then all of a sudden spirit gonna go come drag you Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) and you're gonna have to get ready for that (laughs) yeah spirit drags okay and sometimes you feel like you ain't getting no break
1: (laughs) This is true. (laughs) This is true. And it's also important to understand you know, spirit is not interested in material things. Spirit Mm -hmm. is interested in the substance of your character, of your spirit. Spirit is interested in evolution. So Mm -hmm. if you think they're just going to keep giving you stuff because you want it, and it's not actually improving who you are as a human Mm -hmm. being, as a soul, then you're in for a rude awakening, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say there's not spirits that you can, you know, there's different paths in, in this, in this world, obviously. And I'm not saying there's not ways where you can get things that you want, but again, everything comes with a price. There's no such thing as just like a gift. (laughs) There's always an exchange. <laughs>
0: so. Balance is balance. Yes, it's all balance. exactly.
1: Yep. it is yep. absolutely that. It's the transformation mm-hmm. of one thing into another, rather yep. you are aware of it or not.
0: Yep, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, one last thing I want to ask you before I let you go, um, just quick, what are some of your favorite things to cleanse with? Cleanse your home. Cleanse your aura. You know what are your go-to some herbs or
1: whatever you use? Hmm. Yeah, great question. So from my home, you know, if I want to be quick, I would probably use um, some kind of resins, like um, a copal, a copal, or a dragon's blood. Mm-hmm. Those are resins that you can you, you can burn on a charcoal. And you can use the smoke to cleanse and change the atmosphere in the air. Um, I also make a lot of spiritual baths and floor washes. Um, mm. Go-to's are, of course, rue and hyssop. Um, some that are not so much talked about outside of the religious context, um, it, but I think are so helpful, are quita maldicion. I just re- just gave this recommendation to somebody, and I people will have to go and look it up. But it's quita maldicion. Which is something that dispels curses.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And espanta muerto. Um, again, if you Google it, espanta muerto is something that will get rid of spirits, you know, all kind of like heavy spirits and and you can make your own bath with those herbs. Basically, you cook them like a tea. Sometimes in a botanica you can get them as a bath already made. Mm-hmm. But I, of course, I think it's much more potent when you make your own medicines and your own remedies because you put your own intention and your own Ache, your mm-hmm. own energy inside of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so those are some of the things. And then also a very simple um, spiritual bath that I do quite often is just fresh mint and fresh lavender um, with water in and a little bit of uh, Florida water. And I'll bathe in that and just refresh my aura. So basically the common denominator here is plants plants Mm -hmm. have life force and i think that you can go online and google but you can also listen to your own intuition Mm -hmm. smell things see what you're drawn to
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: just give it a try you know um but yeah plants plants are amazing
0: so those two that you mentioned, you're gonna have to text me the spelling so I can put them in notes. <laughs> I'm like, "Huh?" And I'm sure whoever listened to two will gonna be the same way. So text me the name Yeah, I'm sure if I they haven't already heard
1: word it, word. they're like, "What?"
0: Yeah, I've never heard of it. You never told me that
1: one. <laughs> so, I mean, it just it just came up here.
0: Yep, so, yep. So I need to hear it. Or somebody's gonna need to hear that. So go out there. And yeah. research what it, what, um, properties, um, properties, what, um, what it helps with. And if uh-huh. that's something that you're, you need in your life cleansing of, or need to draw to you, that was for you. Yeah. So, yeah, but I will list them in the notes, but yeah, that is it. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for, um, talking with it, talking with me and, you know, you know, just coming on. I just thank you so much for, for this, for your time.
1: Thank you. No, it was so, so nice to to talk with you. And also, thank you for your awesome questions. It's oh, always nice to just kind of share this
0: yeah. part of my life. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. And last thing, um, where can everyone find you?
1: So, my main presence is um, on Instagram, and you can find me at Evolve the number two love. So, Evolve to Love. I'm also on Twitter under that same handle, Evolve to Love. Or you can go to my website, which is evolve2love.com. Um, yeah, that's pretty much how you can get in touch with me.
0: All right, you heard her, guys. So go and follow and go book and change a life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. Thank you so much. I will talk to you uh, later.
1: All right, sounds great. All Thank
0: you. Have a good one. You too. <laughs> All right, guys, that was it for this week's episode. Um, Be sure to tune in next time. This week, I think I will actually have two episodes dropping for you. So stay tuned and thank you for tuning in. I wish you so many blessings and just a wonderful and beautiful life that you are so, so deserving of. Be blessed. Love you guys. Bye.